Hey everyone, welcome back to In The Mix with Myla. So today's a special episode only because I never do two weeks or two episodes a week. But today I have a special somebody on the podcast with high, I came highly recommended. So take a guess of who it is. Anyone? All right, so it's actually my boyfriend Joey and I'm very excited to have him on the pod today. We're gonna do a little bit of a Q&A, just kind of talk and like see where it goes and take it from there. Say hi, babe. Hey. <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. So I thought to myself, I've been saying for weeks on end that I want him to come on the pod and just be able to just have that, those conversations, just about anything and everything. So I've always said I wanted to try and curtail my podcasts kind of away from like reality TV recaps, especially with shows and contents that I watch. In the coming weeks, of course, I'm still gonna give my thoughts and opinions on the shows that I've been kind of tuning in with you guys, where there was the Real Housewives related shows and the fact that The Bachelor, a Bachelorette rather, is up and coming in the next couple of weeks. So at least uh, we can get into that. But for now, we're gonna make this segment just kind of all about us. I figured uh, we can just answer a couple of thought-provoking questions we were thinking of just a way in which you can get to know us a little bit better i've always said i wanted to kind of um give that side of me as opposed to just having uh hot takes or hot topics kind of at hand i guess so to speak so i'm gonna try and see what i could pull up here i had gotten a list of questions that i figured oh you know what it'd be good to kind of get the back and forth and see what joey and i can uh uh, answer for you guys and again to get us to know us better to get to know me better and kind of steer away from my scheduled programming if you will or content that i'm usually talking about anything you want to say before we get started i can't think of anything all right well let's go let's try so so I was Googling on Oprah Daily and she has a series of thought-provoking questions for couples. I figured that since the two of us are on the podcast, we can kind of give a bit of a rundown or better yet, prior to getting into the rundown, we could actually talk about how we met, babe. Okay. Yeah, okay. Do you want to tell the audience how we met? Want me to say it? Yeah, go for it. The long story or the... <laughs> the long story or the short story, well... Uh, podcast is about an hour long so <laughs> we're already only so the long story all uh, right the long story well it's not really that long anyway okay fair enough uh we met at a mutual friend's birthday party mm-hmm. um i came super late to the party yeah even though i live down the street <laughs> literally a 30 second walk that's it uh i came about four hours late to the party right and uh you were there. Right. And <laughs> and our uh, mutual friend. Hey, with the mutual friend. Tell the people. So we're going to give at least first name basis. We don't have to oh, like, yeah, give okay. a rap I don't know sheet, how But how I that works, shouted right? out the same girls that we're talking about on the pod before in the past. So the mutual friend that he's speaking about, basically, it was uh, summer of 2019, actually. And uh, my friend Jess, our friend Jess, rather, uh, her birthday's in the month of August. So yeah, it was uh, where it's kind of like a mid end of the uh, early end to the summer. 
she was having a like get together for her birthday that year and uh it's funny because uh jess and joey don't live far from each other at all i think jess had asked us to all get there for like around 80 30 i think what he rolled in <laughs> want to say 11 like, maybe oh my god was it that late could be yeah okay fair enough and uh yeah always a little foggy um yeah and uh our other mutual friend introduced us mm-hmm. uh and informed me that uh her birthday was one day before mine right which i've yet to meet a person who it's very rare that happens yeah yeah and uh we just started talking mm-hmm. and uh i'm notoriously shy so i didn't get her phone number and uh was kind of kicking myself for not asking for it and um but the next day the same friend said hey should jen. i the friend oh, is jen. jen oh i don't know we're saying names okay <laughs> just jen if you ruined their whole like biography but you so know, shout jen. out to jen Nax. shout out to jen Nax. Um, okay, go for it. so jen said uh hey do you want me to uh give you her number and i I said, uh, sure. And then uh, she reached out to me uh, a couple hours after that, I think. I think it was a Saturday afternoon. You could really say it was a couple hours. I mean, we left, well, we left Jess's party, like, pretty late, I guess, so to speak. Like, yeah. Yeah. So same same day. I'm weird like that. Just quick little side note. I don't know if anyone else out there can relate, but Joey has this fascination of not considering the next day. He considers the next day the same day. So technically, we met on a Saturday night, but I'm going to get super technical. Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't know what you just said, but it was a Saturday night. So I messaged him literally hours the next day. It was, what, I don't know, Sunday afternoon, I want to say. Yeah, that's what I said. Next mm, day. Yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. And, no, we uh, have this thing of saying that the same, like... Oh, you can't say it's it could be like 1 a.m. But it's still apparently Saturday night when it's not. I don't know. I have this thing like I the next day starts when you go to sleep and wake up when your eyes open. Then the next day begins. I know technically past midnight. It's the next. Right. But I don't know. Anyway. But yeah, all that. um, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we just continue talking from there. She reached out first and. Mm -hmm. uh and yeah kind of the rest is history i'd like to say we went yeah. on our first date like what two weeks after that i think Something was it like that, that long uh, oh because i had a bachelor party yeah you time. had yeah you had a bachelor party i think coming up that's that weekend but then you were going on vacation so it made it easier because we were, our schedules were more I, flexible yeah. i wasn't working i wasn't working uh i took a staycation yeah, yeah you took a staycation but for me i feel like remember why i was off because i was off the friday if you remember so it made our going because we that's it so we went out like two weeks after on a thursday night and we were that's it he was on vacation i was off the friday so it was nice to like be able to have that go into that that way but yeah anyway so yeah the rest is history the two weeks later the date and uh now it's been going on what almost three years now well three years to that day but almost three years since we made it official made it official like in the month of october pretty much uh Mm -hmm. i I think the day before thanksgiving pretty much so yeah yeah this meeting was in august i don't know if we said that yeah we did say that it's just birthdays in august oh okay that's okay 
But yeah, so that's it. Short-term memory. I mean, honestly, yeah, it, it happened quick. It happened like pretty fast in terms of like us getting to know each other. But it was great. And it's something we said we want to talk about with our friends on the pod uh, or rather, yeah, our friends on the pod. And uh, the next one, hopefully a future one was uh, the fact of meeting people in this day and age. It's just so crazy. So I think we had said if it wasn't for our friends, Okay, we have to give uh, we have someone else to give a little bit of a shout out to. So I just realized because, yes, we had Jen that helped kind of like, you know, not set us up, so to speak. But she kind of helped that introduction by breaking the ice with the fact that our birthdays are a day apart. And when we have we have Jess, who it was her birthday. But then we have to thank Francesco. <laughs> oh, OK. Right. Well, I mean, that's it, too. Like you know having like him i guess encourage you to come and or be there which is cool oh that's right yeah yeah you know what i mean so it's all shout out to the cooge all this to say that um meeting people this day and age especially i can imagine only after a pandemic as you could see based on the timeline we gave you guys we met uh summer of 2019 so pre-pandemic era and what's great for the both of us at first i think we mutually shared that it was a little bit like you know hesitant to kind of meet in a mutual friend group just because you know sometimes like yeah 100 it doesn't necessarily always work all the time and you don't want to step on any toes or you know like god forbid something happens in the relationship then like friends may feel like they have to choose sides or pick or whatever the case may be but there is a really big bright side to that like uh we just got to celebrate um two of our friends birthdays uh yesterday too so we get to be able to um have um with those mutual friends we're able to see each other all the time and hang out with our friends as well so that's um a really fun moment we're doing a lot of shout outs today so shout out to uh our friend sabella and our friend nick they celebrated their birthdays yesterday and we uh were able to do that so that was cool but all that to say having the mutual friends is a great component to uh meeting new people and essentially finding that special person in your life because i can't imagine like i said earlier this day and age of dating it, it does become a little bit challenging so we have to thank our mutual friends that kind of helped facilitate that or i don't know i don't know that we i mean they say what's meant to be will be but i don't know if meeting each other another way would have necessarily worked out the way it did so yeah it definitely eases the process because i feel like you're vouched for when you're set exactly. up through friends they could kind of talk you up that makes sense and yeah. uh say like you know he's a really nice guy and she's a really nice girl Mm -hmm. and you guys will hit it off right stuff like that as opposed to the uh you know blind date option or the uncertainty of yeah i don't know that's it dude there's uh there's uh the vetting process is already done essentially you know what i mean yeah exactly i think that's basically what you're trying to say it's that uh there's no especially with this day and age with the dating apps and like social media being involved in some way or one way or another thinking of all the different platforms that are out there to try and get people to kind of reconnect especially in a covid pandemic world i could see where everyone was trapped at home and you know trying to meet new people and not necessarily just to date just maybe another or former milieu to meet new people and make friends you know business connections i think of like you know all those zoom meetings that were happening and all those kinds of things it does make it a little bit more challenging uh the authenticity part literally ties into the last episode i talked about but 
um yeah it's it, it's a nice way it's a nice uh segue rather to have uh, mutual friends kind of do the vetting process for you in order to um set it up to make it easier for you guys to kind of naturally fall into a conversation and as you guys all know i have the gift of gab so uh joey mentioned earlier that he was shy <laughs> but it helped in the sense of i was able to make him feel comfortable i think with being able to engage in conversations you know talking about our mutual interests and things like that it was kind of funny to find out that our birthdays are literally a day apart and just have those different kinds of connections to break the ice a little bit when you know you're not coming off of not knowing anything about the person you're literally having to ask like oh what's your favorite color you don't really have to do that you can just talk about i don't know about that i don't know different your different, favorite color is a little weird different connections i don't know but like i don't even know what you talk about on a first date anymore that's something we should really get into well, at some point I'm, I'm i'm of the like i don't know i i'm of the belief that i i feel like <laughs> It's obviously a mutual effort, but I do take a while to open up. So being right. being sort of shy, once I am opened up, I I can I can yap myself. But mm. uh, being with someone who does have the gift of gab, it is easier to uh, you you know you did most of the work on the first date. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm know. and I'm thankful. Yeah, and but. Th- that's what was good was that as i I do recall i was described in a certain way oh yes yeah so to give context to what he's talking about um Mm -hmm. i think it's a known thing in our friendship group for those of you who like the the tv sitcom friends um we were kind of trying to piece together i don't remember even how this came up was it jen okay so shout out again to jen next (laughs) who has told me that i am like ross yes uh I don't know if I like that comparison, but at the same time, you know, he ends up with Rachel, so that's cool. No, but, uh, no Rachel, but... Yeah, no, you're Rachel. No, sweet baby. Um, but, um, yeah, so I... She uh, described me as uh, blah on the oh first date. Oh, my God, <laughs> and it comes out so bad. But I was happy to erase that after the, uh, you know... On the second date, I think I was, you know, much more comfortable in that ease it was just the opening up part if, yeah yeah so yeah i think it just took time that's it i, I it takes yeah it takes time as you said uh you know i guess i feel like i had more to work with in the sense of again the difference of having mutual friends in common is that you could also kind of get a bit of a vetting process outside being in that same like situation set up with like being at a party in that regard i was able to kind of like ask our mutual girlfriends like about you know you and kind of get that and nothing but good things too so it it made trying to approach that conversation i did get the sense that you were shy already to begin with i do feel like i've always been kind of uh private about my yes that 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 came up yeah dating life so Mm -hmm. to speak so i guess I don't know how much information you really could have got. No, Aside not much. Aside from how yeah. I am as a person. Right. No, but that's what I was going <laughs> to say. Which is the important part. Yeah. That's what I heard. Like, we knew that you are a pretty private guy, which I respect. But with that being said, I was able to kind of build up kind of a sense of direction of where I wanted our conversations to go night one. You know what I mean? It makes it easier having the ability to... I don't want to say never shut up. <laughs> I have the ability to engage in conversation. Well, least, I can yeah. I can kind of 
sense and figure it out i don't consider myself super overwhelming i don't know how overwhelming i was with conversation he's laughing guys i don't know if it, like i was super overwhelming with words on a first date but no you know. not overwhelming i think it was it was good to, for us both to open up because that to me is always a good sign of what can be if you're able to uh talk without awkward pause right and i think on the first date we spoke till like uh, three or four in the morning uh-huh our date our date was like what eight thirty nine o'clock we went for we went for drinks so yeah and then we just spoke uh in my car for like three hours that's it parked on your streets <laughs> crazy so just kind of yeah. fell into conversation obviously uh again to give context the reason why we were in the car for so long it started raining at one point we were on a terrace outside uh having for going for drinks i mean i feel like what the bars closed relatively early-ish ish i don't know well it depends on what time we got there i don't remember point being is that the conversations were so good at that point that we were able to talk for almost six hours like you know it it worked clearly it was we were able to you know engage enough and uh break yeah. that ice again like i said that i think that it's super important and you have to kind of find that middle ground i don't know sometimes it's it you don't want necessarily want an over talk because it's like oh my god when is this person gonna shut up <laughs> but at the same time if, mm-hmm. we're, if we're both mute <laughs> i don't really yeah, know how that, that works work you know so yeah that's a little bit of a recap of how we uh met and uh the first date that night kind of and uh yeah almost three years later guys it's crazy and then you know merging our lives together in a few weeks and uh starting that next chapter and seeing where that goes hopefully we'll be able to do more podcast segments together it's the first time he's on so i'm very excited about that now that you kind of got to know a little bit of the background of our relationship story um yeah hopefully there's more context in the future in terms of uh what else to talk about if, what else you guys want to know if there's anything else you want to know let me know and uh yeah. want to dive into some questions sure okay let's uh let's let the audience get to know us a little bit better so yeah i went on uh oprah has on her website oprah daily what was it a hundred thought-provoking questions for couples so i figured nice fun little way to kind of get us to know each other i'm not gonna obviously we're not gonna do all 100 i'm not gonna make this segment super 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 long but i figured let's maybe take a couple questions and like uh ask each other the same questions and see uh let's see Uh, some of these are cringy guys so give me a minute (laughs) not all really relationship related either. oh well yeah it's like, a couple's questions yeah i mean no one cares <laughs> like honestly let's see i don't know i figured some of these would might have been good do you see any that are worth sharing oh maybe, whoops maybe um Ooh, I like that one. 
Number oh. 22. Sure. What, what are some of my best qualities? Which one did you like? I'll go back to it. So let's do that one then. What are some of my best qualities? Since it's my podcast and I have you on as the guest, you answer the question first and then I'll answer. Uh-huh. So yeah, um, obviously what, what drew me to to Myla in the mix with Myla is that um, her intelligence level and the way she speaks, which uh, your regular listeners will know by now that you have a vast vocabulary and you speak mm. very well. Thanks. Um being stimulated intellectually and being able to, you know, converse about anything under the sun with somebody and relate on those levels is something that's always been very important to me, I think, to a lot of people. Uh, to not get, like, conversations that get, like, dried up where you fall into, like, the same old stuff. People that talk about the same, you know, thing for five years or whatever it is, it's... We can always talk about uh, whatever, whether it's current affairs or uh, tougher conversations and making sure that each of us uh, is heard. And, and I, I tend to get a bit of a knock for being a devil's advocate, as you've no, told me. Oh my God, yeah, okay. I think it's the Libra in both of us. We are <laughs> born a day apart, as you mentioned earlier, but I tend to look at things from both angles. But yeah. I think that that relates itself to the intellectual conversations of like trying to see things from different angles. Yeah, FYI, I don't do that. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess I maybe it's a male Libra thing. But uh, yeah, so your mind is, I think, one of your, uh, one just one of the multitudes of the wonderful so the things question- about you, babe. Thanks, babe. Did the thing say my best quality though? Okay, qualities, is there What's more? What's one of my best qualities? Yeah. Oh, so I'm doing one at a time. Okay, one at a time. No, you could do more. You wanted to do another question. Yeah, I did. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, let's not bore the people with the waiting game. Um, so one of Joey's best qualities. Yeah, there are a couple that come to mind. So I want to pick the best one if we're gonna have a one, a one word response type of deal. Um. I mean, I think it's 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 a great thing because I it's something that's a work in progress for me. It comes to mind right away just because I think it's the perfect way to describe him, uh, especially in our relationship. I think it's uh, top key and of importance. I'd like to say that um, <laughs> he's extremely patient, and I say that in more ways than one because I wasn't expecting that, yeah, <laughs> no, he's extremely patient, and it's it's really a good quality to have as a person, regardless. But in the relationship sense for sure in a multitude facets of ways it can be something as shallow as i really like to take my time when i get ready <laughs> and the fact that we're going to be uh, living together very soon very shortly and then the, towards the end of this month uh i mean we're gonna that's really gonna test us in terms of like just uh, kind of developing a routine in the uh, in the morning the afternoon time uh and i say the afternoon or evening depending like when we go out and things like that that's what's really gonna you know uh take shape it's gonna really put the ultimate test just because we're accustomed to living obviously separately he's accustomed to a certain lifestyle i am accustomed to a certain lifestyle and having that space um so the patience there and just kind of uh, being uh mindful of time literally all my girlfriends know i'm yeah i i i don't move snail slow love but like 
I do like to take my time. So having an, uh, uh, an extended amount of patience is huge. I think that's a great quality of his. But then with, with regards to the relationship and nothing so, uh, nothing so abstract like that. Um, with the relationship, when I have my moments of, you know, if we get into an argument about something or I have my moments where I kind of, my process rather for getting into an argument, I tend to kind of check out and uh need that like take that five minutes take that like you know however uh many long moments i need in order to kind of resolve the situation he's the type of person that doesn't want to fester into it so but he also has come to learn that like he'll take that strategy of having patience with me with it and kind of understanding my process understanding what i'm i'm going through in order to kind of give me that time respect me in that way and uh allow me to kind of collect my thoughts and feelings before we kind of dive into what happened what went wrong and how we can better the situation you know so i'd have to say that that would be something that would uh is high on the list of things that i i I love about him just because if i didn't know how else to uh i wouldn't know how else to approach that with anybody else if the sense of that they weren't able to kind of give me my space and time it was something that he had to learn you know about me right away it took some time because we're very different in terms of how we handle uh conflict yeah i definitely like to tackle sorry to interrupt no it's okay i like to to definitely tackle stuff uh like head on type of deal yeah right away and like i any type of level of imbalance or disharmony for even a couple of minutes like throws me off and i'm learning to try and uh as she was saying it's a it's a daily learning process of being patient and understanding someone else's different process of Mm -hmm. uh, needing time to process and reflect and um yeah it's what makes us two different people yeah but I mean, that's it. Like, it makes us two different peoples, but we kind of know what ebbs and flows with us and what we can do in order to kind of try our best to be better communicators, creating that harmony. But patience is something I definitely need to work on. Don't seem to have enough of it in my life. Uh, You know, and my day-to-day life too, I do spend a good chunk of the time alone, even to and including at work. My work situation has changed so much that I do kind of have those moments of solitude. So I think that's where it stems from, being able to kind of walk through my process when I'm in the midst of being stressed out or like freaking out over something i get to take that five minutes however long it it is in order to kind of be calm cool collect myself and then tackle the situation head on but that all stems from trying to be a more patient individual and not being reactive so much in the moment because i am accustomed to doing that but i've learned to try my best and still work in progress obviously told you guys this before (laughs) where i have to kind of you know take that moment figure it out and then kind of try and uh how do i say that circle back to what needs to be uh, dealt with that hand at that point so thank mm. you babe for the patience part i appreciate that about you no, no problem okay let's pull up another question um what was the one um yeah i saw it earlier I have to go back how does your life compare to how you imagined it growing up Oh, that's a good question. Heavy, but yeah, in a good way. Yeah. Do me first. Okay, I could do me, I guess. So, how does my life compare to how you imagined it growing up? Uh, I know what I want to say for that. 
I just know that life's changed so much, like in terms of what I thought it was going to be and how it is now. There are some elements that are still at play in terms of who I am as an individual. I've always uh, kind of been a lone wolf. I do have siblings, but they're insanely younger than me. <laughs> so I've kind of grown up kind of being able to from early on, kind of being able to kind of take care of myself a little bit in that regard and uh, learn how to uh move and navigate and figure things out quickly i consider myself very self-sufficient very reliant so i've always kind of seen that trajectory for my life uh always it hasn't changed much um i'd like to say that uh my parents respectively for the roles that they could play um have taught me my mom more than anything have taught me how to kind of be that individual where you are self-sufficient you don't have to be reliant on anybody so that that I've always envisioned my life kind of being able to make sure to take care of myself. That is a good thing and a bad thing. It can ha help and hinder me in many ways. I don't allow people to help me with that regard. So being able to have like a partner like Joey, for example, where I think of when I thought for myself what I expected out of my life, I did want a partner that would be able to be that someone that I could lean on too. So. I think that's one major thing like we're talking about like job and situational things that's a little different but i've always envisioned the life that i imagined for myself and how it's uh true today is that i'd say that um just kind of being that self-sufficient self-reliant person being able to introduce someone into my life that would allow me to be able to kind of share a life with them still but we are able to kind of still be individuals in that regard so i think that's something i've always considered myself that person i can take care of it i got it um not that i don't need anybody it's nice to have the help but i've always been able to make sure that i can take care of me so i think that's something if i'm gonna not be so trivial with it about like oh you know my dream job i thought it was gonna be this and now i'm not that to a certain extent though podcasting it wasn't always around but that concept of once upon a time wanting to be a journalist it kind of you know ties in now with what i'm doing maybe not the journalistic point but being able to like share my thoughts and opinions uh something i've always wanted editorial pieces for that matter once upon a time in life so now i can kind of do my own thing with this podcast so yeah but outside of that yeah i think uh, like i said being a self for self uh self-sufficient person i've always seen that from from day one for myself up until this point so yeah what about you babe i think for me it's uh well like you said the more i could talk about like where where i thought i'd be at this time or what age like you have stuff figured out by and all that but i wouldn't even go there but it, in tying in with that i think it's um I don't remember exactly how the question was worded, but like what I what I do uh, think differently about it is that um, at a younger age in my thought process from the way I think now is mm -hmm. having to have stuff so thought out mm, that well, stuff needs to be done by a certain amount of time or whatever. I think the, when stuff really started to uh, to happen to me is... <laughs> I don't want to use the word uh, give up, but more yeah. like when you stop uh, worrying about it so much. Oh, yeah. uh, so the fact of uh, needing to have something happen or whatever it may be is just kind of letting it go and letting life kind of take its course where it's supposed to kind of does just work out that way. 
in the relationship sense, uh, wanting to have a serious relationship for for a long time and not not really having uh, many or any really in my 20s, so to speak. Uh, A relationship came in when I met her, uh, when I kind of stopped looking for one. Not that I ever stopped, but just that, like, it kind of comes into... Things happen in your life when you're not expecting them to, I guess is really the point. Mm-hmm. So I think that thought process has changed from from my younger self to now. Just kind of um, realizing that stuff doesn't need to be so regimented. If you think when you're 18, like, well, I'll be married and have my career and do this by the time I'm 27, 28 life has other plans for you <laughs> sometimes and, oh my god like look pandemic life maybe and yeah and that and that could slow things down but yeah. i think putting too much pressure on stuff to to happen in a perfect fairy tale isn't realistic so Not at all. i guess that's uh that's my answer i think it's a good way to sum it up i mean just to touch upon that that that's something i think we both share i think uh he was able he was like nodding his head when i was giving my response too i think we both can say that want to make sure that we're able to take care of ourselves before we end up taking care of other people and that kind of ties into what he just said having everything all figured out it's nice to know that you're able to you know be someone that can make sure that you are self-sufficient to a certain extent on your own that when you merge your lives with a partner it works out too and then my god kids if you want to throw that into the mix you do have to kind of make sure that there are some skill sets you can't have it all planned out but just making sure that you have those fundamentals kind of in place before you bring kids into the world mm-hmm. is is of great importance. So I get the idea of not wanting to like rush everything too quickly, too fast, figuring at one point you would have expected to have your your life much more further along. The fact that we're both in our early 30s at this point, it's like to say, well, you know, the societal norms and pressures and the certain like goals and aspirations you're supposed to meet at a certain said time i feel like not that it's out the window it's not like you have to neglect it too much but you can kind of reel it in a little bit i know that even for me being a woman i will attest i've said it had this conversation with our mutual group of friends a dozen of times but yeah to say that uh not to pump the brakes entirely but i can give a little bit more grace to the idea that people do have a process you have to kind of meet your um your significant other spouse fiance boyfriend girlfriend at at some point you have to meet them at a certain middle and medium and try to kind of veer on that same wavelength to kind of not put that undue amount of pressure i mean well i think i imagine i think that ties into the to the uh, quality that you liked about me, I, right? I can say the same about you. The your patience. your patience level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll in, admit it. In regards to me, uh, yeah, I do think that uh, I I hate to generalize, but I do think th- that is a, a difference between men and women. Mm-hmm. I think uh, biologically and otherwise, where so. where we tend to take our time. We're different in that regard. We do like in the relationship as well we'll have differences in in terms of uh planning or lack thereof i tend to live more in the moment Mm -hmm. and kind of like um go with with the the flow flow, so to speak Mm -hmm. yeah take life as it comes and she does like to to have things a bit more fleshed out and planned 
mm-hmm. in a in a proper fashion. <laughs> mm. Whereas I like to, uh, I don't like things like so um, regimented, but changing into into the mindset of now too. In uh, in comparisons to the to the earlier question is also something that needs to change in mindset as you get older as well. Some stuff does need to get planned. So I think it's a matter of understanding the other person's process again. And just to end it, that's what I mean about the, the having the patience, it works and making yeah. sure that you're self-sufficient, self-reliant prior to getting into any of that. But it also ties, ties into like, yes, you, you know, living in the moment, I get it a thousand percent carpe diem, whatever. But at the same mm-hmm. time, there needs to be a little bit of an organized thought process when you're moving into those next steps with, uh, with your sharing your life with someone yeah, only, yeah, only because, um, you know, don't want to wait forever <laughs> for everything. And then, you know, before you know it, you blink your eyes, you know, like, and it's how many years have gone by. And then you're kind of wondering, you know, where did the time go? Oh, I could have done this. And not to say that you have any kind of regrets, as he likes to say, it's not regrets, it's life lessons or experiences Experience. rather. But uh, yeah, kind of having that curated a little bit, uh, you know, just to have that thought process put into play would be a great way to move forward. Mm-hmm. I think we do like one or two more questions. Uh, why not? Yeah. Uh, No way. (laughs) Okay. These are interesting questions. These are for another podcast, guys. If you guys look at them, uh, yeah more of a rated r podcast. well sex and dating definitely something that could be spoken about i don't want to get into that on this podcast this is just let's like let's ease the audience in it's like a get to know us podcast <laughs> i don't need to jump right there um let's see yeah that's kind of good but i don't know too much history on that so that won't work i don't know uh there's no like generic like run of the mill questions. These Oprah questions guys are really like thought provokers. Uh yeah. I don't know. They seem a little regimented. Let me see this. Thing, babe i'm gonna leave the audience hanging here yeah sorry for the dead air yeah course. you guys well, it's not really dead air <laughs> they have music oh that's right mm, that actually is good i like the long-term relationship questions let's go let's see Uh, 
Those aren't really like open-ended though. They're more like specific. That's it. I don't want to get like too, too heavy. I feel like um, try and keep it light as much as possible. So you want to answer that that actually could work which one where was it there's that well that kind of ties into what we spoke about before yeah i don't know yeah i Okay, well, babe, do you have anything else you want to share with them? I can't think of any other questions. I was looking. I was trying to give more thought-based, provoking questions. Do you have any questions that come to mind for you instead of us trying to curate one from these lists? Um, or anything you want to ask me? This is my podcast, after all. You can uh, Any thought-provoking questions you want to ask me that I can answer and share with everybody before we leave them? Trying to think of one. Go for it. I guess, uh, what do you enjoy most about doing the podcast? What is it? What is it? Uh, how does it feed you? It's a great question, actually. So I think it kind of ties into what I had said earlier. It's, it allows me to kind of maybe fulfill something that I couldn't necessarily uh, maybe doing the professional aspect at one point. You never know where this, where things in life could take you. I'm not saying I'm going to become like a top podcaster. It's funny where I were talking about this and I'm seeing all the sh podcasts that I listen to like right in front of me. There. But um, yeah, I think what I enjoy about it is, like I said, it gives me a opportunity and a platform to kind of say what's on my mind, what's in my head. I've been told that I'm could be brutally honest to a certain extent <laughs> you've told me this couple of other people have told me this I, I, I describe myself that way yeah i, I think get we're both in trouble with it's my true we're both very similar in that way so there's that but uh yeah being able to like have those thought-provoking questions what i've always envisioned for the podcast uh, is to be able to have guests on so we can have those thought-provoking questions that i can ask and get answered uh, people can interview me and ask me questions that they want to know. So just to tie it back into why I love doing it. I love having a forum and a milieu for people to feel completely comfortable, open and honest, vulnerable if they want to. I've definitely been vulnerable in a past podcast of mine when I talked about the mental health awareness aspect and just the craziness that's been going on uh, in and around the United States with regards to just gun violence and all those controls and things like that. But just let alone... The fact that mental illness stems to so many like avenues it's a topic that's really near and dear to me and i want to be able to have thought-provoking questions and topics like that in order to kind of stimulate your mind if there's ever a thought or feeling that's coming to my mind i like to kind of see if i can get other people's opinions and takes on it i had loosely said it last night actually when we were out um I don't remember who asked me, but I had responded by saying that um, I look at I look at Oprah. That's an amazing one to kind of get that talk ho talk show host vibe. But I look at more like the roundtable discussions. So I think of the sports media outlets that do it. When I think of you know, oh my gosh, like uh, the ladies of the View. Uh, there was a daytime talk show that just kind of wrapped up. Actually, it was called uh, The Real. Um, 
and it was like a panel of ladies of all different like races and backgrounds and were able to kind of dive into their own experiences and things like that so that's definitely something that i could say uh that drives me that's what i enjoy doing it i love talking and giving my opinion and saying it instead of like writing it down or blogging about it it's like a verbal diary if you were a verbal blog i guess that's you could look at it like so some of the topics i've already talked about reality tv based authenticity of it all um and i already mentioned the mental health awareness uh component of it um and just kind of trying to get the audience to get to know me and know what i'm about and uh see that beyond the a lot that i have to say i hope that people are able to take away something constructive from what i'm saying so it doesn't get like uh, lost in all the words that i'm saying there's actually something thought-provoking behind it this being our first podcast together too i'm looking forward to having more of those that would probably to answer is a long way of answering your question though but yeah that's what enjoys i enjoy i like the camaraderie that it brings i love having open conversations with my friends so why not do it in a milieu where we can share our opinions together. I think my friends have great, great advice, great thoughts, great thought-provoking questions that they've asked me privately, but it would be worth it to share because can bounce off those ideas off of each other. You know, when I get together, even with my my girlfriends, like we'll meet at like 6.30 and like we're leaving each other at like 11. <laughs> it's like nonstop talking about all kinds of different things. So, yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? Um, I don't know. Did you have anything you wanted to ask me? Hey, what don't I want to ask you? What have um, I not asked you? Okay, that's, that's a that's a better question. Then, uh, yeah, that might be harder to answer. That actually maybe. I think what we have to do next time we do a podcast together is uh, kind of make a more maybe curated list and go that route. Sure. I don't know what to ask you though. Like I said, guys, I don't, I, what haven't I not asked him? Been with this man for three years. Like, I think I've asked him everything under the sun. Yeah. I'm an open book. I know. So it's just like, <laughs> what can I ask you that I don't mind sharing with an audience? I don't know. It was a fun experience to, to yeah. be on the podcast. Thanks, babe. Happy to... Um, finally step on after weeks so, like you yeah. can ask everyone i've said it like week after week i want to get joy on the podcast share my thoughts based on even the last segment that i did i had mentioned the whole like reality tv concept and i'm trying to kind of bring him into that world he's trying to bring me into the world of football i'm trying to get into the <laughs> world of reality tv there's a couple of shows that i did like like the yeah. uh, the, the ultimatum yes. uh, love island right uh, and uh F Boy Island was pretty the good. F Boy Island was pretty good. All the, um, the island-based <laughs> like shows. Or, no, there's another one we're missing. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Was yes. Really good. Okay. So That's see, this is concept this is what I'm trying to tell you guys. This is why I want. So what's really great about the four shows he just mentioned? Two of them are coming back in less than a month. Oh, okay. okay, so I know for a fact, I think F Boy Island might still be renewed. I'm not sure when it's coming back. But uh, Love Island already has their date. It's like, uh, I think it's like July 7th or something like that. And then um, that's Love Island. And then what was the other one you said? Um, what was the other one you just said? You said Love Island. Ultimatum. Ultimatum's not back yet. I think it's only next year. They're only filming season three or, yeah, now. I do have to say that I did. Uh the talk down on a lot of uh, reality you shows did. before so being like, with you, so yeah, I never really gave them a chance because I saw them as kind of silly. But there is some uh, 
thought-provoking ones that are well done and make you think. And yeah. <laughs> as you say, it is also nice to delve into somebody else's drama. Drama instead of your as, own day-to-day yeah, life, you know. You kind of slip into that. It's Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. It was Love Island, but there's something else that's coming back that we watch that I tried to get you into. Unless it was just Love is Blind and Ultimatum, which I only think they're filming now, so I think they're coming back next season. Next season, sorry. Well, next season will be in, 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 the, in next year, in 2023. But Love Island's back in a few weeks. Maybe I need to get you hooked on Big Brother. Love that show. Mm. What else? You won't watch Bachelorette with me. I don't think you will. There's two Bachelorettes this season, too, so I'm very excited about that. And I can't wait to talk to you guys about that, too, and give you guys my... Yeah, some of those I don't uh, Hot takes on. Understand. Well, Love Island comes on four <laughs> times a week, so I'm very excited to get into that. And uh, we still have to finish Temptation Island Season 4. We haven't. I already That's know it's, it's done. There is Temptation Island as well, so we have to watch that. Maybe we'll do that now. I don't know. How are you feeling for that? To watch Temptation <laughs> Island now? <laughs> uh, okay, guys. So I don't we'll, know about all that. But. We'll figure it out. Anyways, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you, Joey, for being on. Uh, I expect you to be on a lot more in the future. So I'm not kind of doing this one-sided sure. conversation. I also kind of want to shout out an extra little uh, thank you to Adam and Karina, actually. We had spoken about it recently. It might have been last night or... Uh, yeah, could be. Yeah, I think it was last night that she had said it. We should just jump on the podcast, do it together, and just kind of see what, how it goes. And, you know, you guys are just listening in on us or, like in the moment real time unscripted thoughts here like literally this was not planned joey was just like why not let's just finally do this yeah you know? I, I uh ran into you guys the other day uh biking one of our activities that we love yeah. doing and uh, He's speaking about adam and karina here you guys yeah and <laughs> and uh, karina actually mentioned how every time she listens in she's hoping that oh maybe this will be the one where i hear joey's voice like it would be nice to be all exactly so yeah here you go there you go so uh that's it first of many to come the fact that i did two uh, episodes in one week that's never happened so i'm very excited about that we're kind of moving in this episode six so we're doing well guys we're doing well and just want to make sure that i expand my audience i have so many uh shout outs that we did today so i can't wait to let everyone know that uh, hey come listen in tune in dropped your names and uh you guys get to hear our story again and uh we'll be back soon uh have a good weekend guys and uh talk to you next week peace